Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Judy, are you, uh, you're still waiting for DNA results on Ladybug, is that correct? I am. They just got it in the lab, so it could take a few weeks. Takes a few weeks, and you're actually, you have to send a picture to? Yes, so when I get a certificate with all her DNA, they can actually put her picture on it, and it'll actually be frameable. Oh, send them a picture of a cat. That'll really freak them out. <laughs> Throws them off. <laughs> That'll do it every time, huh, Doc? Absolutely. you got to make them work. one 405 I believe we have Sherry on the phone. Hi, Sherry. Hi. Where are you? Minnesota. Minnesota, where it's got to be snowing by now, huh? No, but it's cold. It's cold. Okay, well, I, I commiserate with you right there. You just say you're from Minnesota. I feel <laughs> this time of year, that's not a place I'd want to be from. But uh, if you love the snow... I know, I hear you. I would love to be like on a tropical island, Hawaii, maybe something. Well, we'll send you Las our... Las Vegas, you know. Las Vegas with Dr. Deb. What's uh, the temp today? Oh, oh, we're great. actually at 81 today. 81, okay. Oh, my shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't it a sin? <laughs> well, we're gonna... well, what can I do for you, Sherry? Well, it's wonderful to talk to you. Thank you for your time. Um, I have a cat, and he's 12 years old. Um, he's um, never had any health problems. He, the only thing he's had is, um, oh, what is the um, urinary stones that the neutered male cats get. Okay. Um, I just mentioned that because it may have something to do with what's happening now. Um, he will be needing, um, you know, whole cats need before they're going to sit down or and then they turn around in circles and such. And needing dough. He's... he's- yeah. Making biscuits, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he'll be making biscuits. He'll be doing that. And then it just started recently, and it's not every time, um, but sometimes he'll his back legs will jerk, and he'll get a little bit too excited, if you know what I mean. And I'm like, why is this all of a sudden happening? You know, I've, I've never seen him do this before. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to be a little graphic here. What is it, What exactly is he doing? Um, He's like starting to hump he gets himself all worked up when he's kneading okay. and and this kneading goes on and on and usually he would do it and then sit down but now it lasts way too long and and goes into this humping motion thing and okay. yeah and i wonder if so he's he... okay or if it's something with his urinary and then he'll clean himself and he'll lay down and he'll be fine i mean definitely with the history of having the urinary problem that would be one of the things i'd look at because a lot of times, the lower urinary tract, when that starts to give a male cat irritation, they really can have some kind of spasm qualities to the discomfort with that. So that would be definitely something I'd want to check out and check a urine sample and maybe even have a catheter placed um, just so we can make sure everything's working through there okay. Um, that is something because, that can happen with male cats that have been neutered. Yeah, you know, and they can sometimes act just kind of uh, over-sexual um, in that sort is a possibility, um, you know, even if the neutering and everything was done right, um, sometimes we can see that behavior and the excess uh, petting and kind of the excess stimulation, especially if you're touching them on the back and the hindquarters, sometimes that will kind of set this kind of pattern of behavior off. So the best thing is when you start to get to that level of uh, kitty excitement, um, discontinue, stop um, petting. And, um, you know, that will in most cases, turn that off really before you escalate it to a, like a 
kind of a really anxious behavior. Um, but just because there is that potential for that urinary problem, uh, some of these boys can really have some weird um, discomfort behaviors, um, you know, with the back end. And I've had some cats where they, you know, can become aggressive. Um, you know, if you touch their their flank area up along the, t- the tail or in the spine because they anticipate discomfort. So there are some kind of odd things cats will do if that end of things is, is not feeling really good for them. So I would definitely want to check that out. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I will. He's due to have his shots and everything. I will have that. I'll mention it to the vet. And then um, if I pet him when he gets into that thing, I'll just discontinue that and, and move him off of me or move him off the chair. And just and don't tell him I was the one who told told you to get the catheter placed because I don't want to be the bad guy here. <laughs> No problem. And you enjoy your weather there then. All righty. You have a good cold day there. (laughs) This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio. Welcome. Celebrating our connection with our pets, as we do every weekend. Boy, I thought it was Snoopy first. Well, you know what? Uh, we got a story coming up later. It's uh, one of those weird six degrees of separation. A Linus Van Pelt's sister is involved. And of course, you know Linus. Oh, yes. It's, it's a whole confusing thing, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not even going to go there yet. I want to tell you, big show, we got, uh, you remember Princess the Prognosticating Camel? Yes. How's she doing? Well, she had her first loss. Oh, First no. loss, and uh, oh. making her, yeah, this is uh, 11 and 1. Details on that on the way. And what is this stretch your dog to health? Stretch your dog healthy. Stretch your dog healthy. What is this about? It's a book on how to basically stretch your dog healthy and do stretching exercises with your dog. Is this why Ladybug's legs are so long? Yeah, I think I've been working too much on the legs. I've got to get the book out and read thoroughly through it to see how to do it right. Also, Emma, the Chihuahua, who has a cleft palate. That must be tough to deal with. What's that about? Yeah, she was born with a cleft palate, and uh, guardians didn't know what to do. And it was about uh, 24 hours later when uh, they had put her on Craigslist, and this woman found her on Craigslist and took her and has been nursing her around the clock and had a few surgeries trying to correct it. Ooh, so ooh. Emma's thriving. i got to tell you, that takes a lot of passion to take on an animal that uh, has no an issue kidding. like that. No Oh, it just, yes. That's amazing. Mm, my mm-hmm. heart goes, and especially around the holidays. Of course, 25 shopping days, 15 oh, no. large uh, on the neck there. Uh, the head's a little large, too. Marley and Me is going to be out December 25th, Ooh, Christmas Day. Wait. Honey, any animal movie I love, I am such a sucker. And to give it to us at the holidays, it, come on, we're going to the movies. <laughs> and it has Owen Wilson and, of course, Jennifer Aniston. And it's based on the book, which was a big best-selling book. We'll have passes. Plus, we're going to be checking in with Marley's trainer. Now, this is not the original Marley. Marley, the original Marley's past, but the one that was in the movie uh-huh. uh, is traveling around the country in the next four weeks. We'll be uh, checking in with them. Wow. What do you got news-wise coming up there, Bobby? Well, we're going to take a look at the approaching holiday season and how you can have fun with the holidays without ending up with a visit to the emergency vet room. Oh, I like holidays. Always better if you can avoid the the emergency room there. I agree. You got that right. one 405 8405 Dr. Debbie's answering your questions, your vet medical questions. And, of course, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, isn't here yet, as usual. He <laughs> strolls in a little late. 
That's that's how he rolls, he says. And uh, he'll be answering your behavior questions. Joy Turner, animal communicator on the way, Vinnie Penn. But first, let's uh, head on over to Art. Hi, Art. How are you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. And yourself? Very good. You a driver? Yeah, I'm driving. Driving. Where are you driving now? Right now I'm in uh, Jacksonville, Illinois, just about 40 miles west of Springfield. Okay. What's on your mind today, Art? Well, here last week, I got a little uh, Chihuahua Dachshund mix. I, his pound puppy, and about two years old now. And I've had him for almost a year, and he loves riding in the truck. Mm. I've taken the passenger seat out. I've got a refrigerator over there, and I've made a shelf in there with his bed on it. Where all he has to do is he can lay in his bed, and he lays his chin on the dash and watches what goes on. Mm-hmm. Pretty well, sweet deal, huh? It was until last week. Okay, but anyway, what happened? Last week, I was trying to get around that storm there in Kansas and Nebraska and Colorado, and I went up and around, and I was on US-20, and he was laying up there, no problem, but a truck come the other way and got in a bunch of slush, and it hit the windshield. I mean, it even scared me. But he bailed out of that bed, landed up back in the bunk, and he just, when I put him back in his bed, he sits there and he shakes, he mm. pants real hard, and his little old chest just sitting there just up beating him, and he's just scared to death, especially when he sees another truck coming. So is he currently afraid of any of the travel in the truck at this time? No, no, no. Right now he's... He's laying back on the bunk back there with it underneath the pillow with his nose sticking out of it right now. <laughs> that's when he's back in the bunk, that's what he usually does. Gets underneath the pillows and sticks his nose out so I can see where he's at. But a lot of times he rides up there in, the, in his little bed and looks out the windshield and the passenger window. But now he'll be, get up in his bed, but as soon as I start moving, he starts shaking. And if another truck on two-lane highway comes at us, he wants to come out of that bed, and he wants nothing to do with it. He's taking cover. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I mean it, that even scared me. And I think you're seeing, Art, that one bad experience is more significant in a dog's exposure than, you know, years of happy memories of driving driving with his nose pressed to the window looking out. Um, and it really, it's the intensity of that bad experience that really just kind of freaks him out so bad. And with your situation, it's a little bit hard because we're talking about something we don't have a lot of control over. Um, you can have him sit in the vehicle, and I would work on making sure that we can get him to sit in that position by the window with him being comfortable and, and uh, feeling safe. And this is where it's going to be hard because you can't always control what kind of vehicles are coming along. But I would work on trying to uh, reward him for that calm behavior. It's kind of hard while you're driving. And this is almost where having someone with you is helpful because while you're driving and in maybe a scary situation, um, we can work on him practicing a, a quiet behavior, rewarding him for that, and rather than skittering back and kind of taking cover um, below. Um, yeah. Now, there's some other things you can try. And one thing that I really am a fan of for some of these phobias is to try um, pheromone uh, collars. And they basically look like little flea collars. Collars? That emit, 
a scent hormone. Wow, I've um, heard of the plugins, and so now there's the collar right. that's the, uh, yes, that does this. Yes, um, for dogs, um, we have these for dogs, and they basically release the scent hormone over about a month's time, and then you got to replace them and get a new one. But it's a natural way to try to. Re- kind of cause a calming sensation to the pet. And for something like this, where you don't have, you know, maybe direct control over, you know, when he's going to have that trigger, that would be something I would really try for him um, to see if that kind of helps just take the little edge down a little bit for him. Um, and it, I, I hesitate to use other things like behavior medicines um, because it sounds like it's kind of an intermittent problem. Um, although if, if we do have a really bad phobia where a pet is just totally afraid of a, you know, approaching a window, then I would uh, maybe consider using some different things. Um, there's different anti-anxiety medicines and uh, things like Pro, Prozac, which we can use. But I, I think since it's more situational, I would work on trying to practice the calm uh, behavior and rewarding him, maybe uh, uh, if you have someone who can ride along with you and, and do that and reward him for good behavior, not skittering about. Um, and then I'd, I'd see about stopping and picking up a pheromone collar. I think it would be a great uh, great tool for you. Think so. Okay, I can give that a try. Yeah. See what and, happens. And worst case scenario, if he hangs out and has a little den in the truck, um, you know, if he's calm and quiet in that zone, then I would be happy with that. If he seems terrified and he's just uh, just a trembling, twittering little fella underneath, you know, that's not good. And then I would definitely see what we can do to try to kind of condition him um, to some of these noises um, or vibrations. Um, and, and that might take some stationary training in the truck with it running, um, you know, and having maybe uh, other vehicles drive by where we can kind of mimic that scary sensation and try to you know work with him when you can sit in the truck and, and not worry about driving or the distractions that that might present for you. Don't know where to turn? Give me a call. This is Dr. Debbie, 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, I'm Bobby Hill from Animal Radio. Just in time for the holidays, my brother's cat has decided to play with the dried flower and pilgrim centerpiece that's up on the dining room table. Her ability to jump higher is thanks to FlexPet. It's the most effective and comprehensive joint formula for improved mobility. It's the only one with CM8, and it works for both cats and dogs. FlexPet has a money-back guarantee. It's the best one in the industry. FlexPet is so confident that you will see improvement in your pet's mobility. They offer an unconditional three-bottle guarantee with no time limit to return the unused product. And right now, you can buy two and get one free. Ask about the special. Call 1-800-END-PAIN. That's 1-800-363-7246. Call FlexPet now. You won't forget the phone number. It's 1-800-END-PAIN. I'm Bobby Hill from Animal Radio, and I wouldn't tell you about it if I didn't believe in it. FlexPet, 1-800-END-PAIN. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pets. In other news, a local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. 
the Red Cross is helping protect our pets. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by NAPS, the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. Let NAPS help you achieve your dream of a financially rewarding and fun job by providing you with the education and tools you need by visiting www.petsitters.org. Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.CanineCaviar.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And of course, your dream team of experts, 1 866 405 8405 to talk to Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard, or Dr. Debbie, veterinarian. Certified to answer your questions, all medical. Really, we want to stick to just uh, animal questions, even though every once in a while, because I don't have a lot of money, I call her up for, you know, <laughs> ask her a, a medical question about my health. And she she obliges. She helps. Uh, but oh, she's not licensed sad. to do I Yeah, know. I, I don't think she appreciates that at all. Don't, don't make her look at that rash, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Bobby. Thank you. I, I'm sorry I missed it. It was, uh, of course, last week, and we missed it. That's okay. And the, the reason for Disneyland is because I am as old as Disneyland. You are as old as Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland opened for business in 1955, and so did I. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be true, though. We know that's not true, though. I mean, oh, thank you. This has got to be dollar, your 30 mm-hmm. years old, 30, 31. Well, this is 31 like for you. This, this is my, let's see, 23rd annual 30th birthday. Very good. I like that. Thank you. And I wanted to thank you for turning me on to FlexPet, too. And uh, because Isn't it the best? It is. It really is. You know, we uh, we trial things here. Uh, Bobby's the guinea pig, pretty much. And uh, there's actually a human grade <laughs> of... Explains a lot. <laughs> human grade of FlexPet called Flexin. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes. And, and yes, yes. you're using it uh, as well as your dog, and I've just started using it, and Boog the Studio Cat starting to use it, and we're already noticing mm-hmm. a difference after about a week. I'm going to have to start taking it's, it just to keep up with you guys. And it's because, you know what, as, as we get into winter, I've said it before, I have one of those knees that will forecast precipitation mm. just dead-on accurate. I'm better than Doppler radar. <laughs> And the only thing that I found that's bad is is when I take the flexant because it reduces the pain. Uh-huh. I'm not as accurate at my forecasting. Uh oh. Okay. Well, there's the one drawback. That's very good. That's, and that, if you can call it that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and of course, the animals when they get to be a senior, and for a cat that can be seven years old, for a dog it can be uh, uh, seven years old also. Around they, even when they start to get a, to be middle age, they start to ache, and they can't tell us that they're aching. But you can see it when they. Uh, go up or downstairs. Yeah, you can see it when they get up. First thing, they move real slowly, and yeah, you can see them slow down. So FluxBet is a good supplement for that. And not, it's not just that uh, chondroitin and that glucosamine. It has a whole bunch of stuff. What is that, CSA? What do they call that? CM8. CM8. That's why you're the CM8. news lady. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what do you got coming up? Uh, we are going to take a look at who got busted for <laughs> harassing some UCLA faculty members. And the name might ring a bell. Coming up in the news.
girl. Such a good girl. Isn't she well-behaved in Why the studio? Talking baby talk to our animals. <laughs> Do you think they say, stop talking baby talk to us? Talk to us like normal people that you are? one 405 8405 It's Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pet every day. And this next story is uh, certainly a celebration. You know, Craigslist, Mm -hmm. if you're one of those people that spends a little time online, and I do, Craigslist is a a great free classifieds type uh, website that uh, you can post really anything. Everything, yeah. And it's uh, regionalized, so you can find things locally in your area. In fact, I think that we found these studios here in uh, Central California through Craigslist, believe that or not. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's a lot of scary things going on, on Craigslist. Anytime you you put a bunch of people together and give them no rules, you know, something, something always goes weird. And, uh, well, I know Dina is on the phone with us. Dina is Lankin, and she was, uh, she was cruising through Craigslist, and she found something very unusual. Hi, Dina. How are you doing? Hi, you guys. I'm doing good. How are you? Very good. Where are you, first of all? I am uh, in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. And you were uh, reaching out to the Internet. Were you looking for something in particular? Actually, no. Um, a friend of mine emailed me and said that they saw an ad on Craigslist and, um, you know, knew that I was kind of a sucker for, for animals in need and, and that sort of thing. So she said, you know, take a look at this little dog. And, um, you know, I took a look at the ad, and what it was was um, a family that had just had a litter of puppies the night before. Um, and I guess there were two in a litter. Um, and they, they didn't notice until the next day, probably 17 hours later, um, that one of the little pups had a cleft palate and Ooh. a cleft lip and nasal and facial deformities. So, of course, the puppy couldn't eat, um, couldn't nurse from the mama, and the mama was kind of pushing the puppy away, you know, mm-hmm. as nature will, will have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they were they were really just looking, I think, for somebody. They couldn't afford to take the puppy to the vet, and, every you know, all the vets that they had called had said, put the puppy to sleep. So in 95% of the cases, that's, that's just what they do. They say the puppy can't thrive. Um, it takes too much work, too much effort um, to sustain these little guys. And so that really was, was my whole intention was just I thought, well, you know, if nothing more, I can at least, you know, pay to take this puppy to the vet and have her put down if that's what need be. What, what causes um, a cleft palate? You know, there's a lot of different things, and, and I really wasn't aware of the situation and the, the deformities until I got Emma, until I started, you know, dig, digging in and delving into the, the details of it all. But it can be so many things. It can be just genetics. It can be um, different deficiencies in the diet while they're pregnant, while the mother dog is pregnant. I mean, the same for, for humans. I mean, it can just be so many different things. There's just no really one cause. She can't naturally eat by herself because right. her, her her mouth is sort of deformed around. Uh, it, it, it's sort of, a, it's hard to explain. You have to look at a picture and we'll post pictures at animalradio.com. But there is a surgery, and you went through the surgery? Yeah, actually, um, they wanted to start right off, and I was really surprised with that. But Emma was 36 hours old. She was 20 hours old when I got her. The next morning, I, you know, I got her through the night, and the next morning I took her to the vet, um, who said we're going to do the surgery right away. So she was 36 hours old when she had her first surgery. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of times you can have the cleft palate in the front, which is the hard palate, or you can have it way in the back, which is in the soft palate. Now, Emma has both. Mm. Uh, well, she had both. So um, the, the surgery at 36 hours old did repair the soft cleft palate in the back. And the biggest danger with puppies like this or, or, or humans, um, anyone that you know that has a cleft palate condition, um, is that anything that goes into their mouth orally will be inhaled through the nasal mm. passage. 
you know, and go into their lungs. So, mm. of course, causing pneumonia and that sort of thing. So, um, but she did have the first surgery at 36 hours old, and the soft palate repair was um, successful. The hard palate repair w- was not. How so, much is the surgery? Um, well, we spent over $2,700 with her first few weeks of care with the surgeries and, and taking care of her and getting everything that she needed. Um, on up from there, next surgeries will be just several thousands. I okay, mean, they, so there's more than one surgery. She's already had three surgeries, if I've had, heard right? Yeah, she had one major surgery, and then she had three repairs to that major surgery. So what, she what happened there? Surgery. Um, just the... the being so small and their natural instinct, mm. a puppy's natural instinct to root, you know, looking for warmth, that constant rubbing just, it wouldn't hold their sutures in place and, and it, it just kept falling apart. And every time that it fell apart, they had to go back in and re-stitch her up. And, and every time they had to do that, they had to, you know, slice and get a clean cut and take away more of the tissue. Mm. So there just wasn't enough being at that age and then, you know, developing further. So that's what we're waiting for now. She turned 15 weeks old yesterday. Um, she's up to a big old 20 ounces. <laughs> we're hoping that, you know, she's going to be strong enough and, 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 you know, big enough to endure a major surgery, which is, is coming up right uh, around the corner. Her last surgery was done without anesthetic? Um, actually, all of all four. Mm. Yeah. And I got a lot of slack for that, but... <laughs> You know, you never would have known it. I mean, you know, she had some some periods where she would whimper a little bit, and it looked just horrendous. You never would have known it. I mean, she continued to, to take her tube feedings and, and, you know, to play and snuggle and, you know, what they do at 36 hours, her first week of life, you know. Um, and she wasn't screaming or howling in pain or anything like that. We're with Dina Lampkin. She found a dog that had, what kind of dog? By the way, a chihuahua? It's a chihuahua. Chihuahua. Yeah. Born with severe facial deformities, a cleft palate, and usually these animals are put to sleep. She took it in and uh, it has done these expensive surgeries to repair the cleft palate so that she'll live a normal life. Is that correct? What is the prognosis? Wonderful. I mean, right now she's actually off of the, the tube feeding. I don't have to tube feed her anymore as of last Monday. Um, so she's gone to a syringe. And once she has this next surgery, she'll be able to eat normally and breathe normally, um, you know, and she'll just be your average normal puppy. She may not look normal, but, um, you know, she's always going to have that maybe crooked smile. But I think she's going to grow up to be a, a happy, healthy pup. She she has a couple of um, concerns as far, you know, where there's one deformity, there's bound to be another. Um, and she does have some, some openings in her skull, but, you know, those are growing closed, and we mm-hmm. don't see any kind of issues with hydrocephalus or anything like that. So she's just doing really great. She really is. She's touched a lot of people, and, um, you know, people we've gotten contacts from parents of uh, cleft palate children um, mm-hmm. all around the world um, from, from four or five different countries. And, you know, she's. Um, we're trying to do her part to give back. Now, when she gets healthy, uh, you had mentioned at one time that you might think about putting her up for adoption. Um, that was that was um, that was then, and I can hear it in your voice. (laughs) Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. You know, I I I never intended on taking on a dog and um, another dog. I have a house full. I have Yorkies. Um, but you know, (laughs) when they come to you at twenty hours old, and it just. I don't think there's any well, way. What a wonderful <laughs> holiday story this is. And if you'll please keep us posted. Now, I understand you're still looking for funds, or do you have enough funds right now? Um, actually, we have a fundraiser raffle going on right now. It's actually not going very well. Um, I guess it's the time of year, but um, the goal is 5500 and we've got about 1200 now. So, um, But there's links um, you know, to that through her website. It's a $20 pledge, and there's 
so many different um, companies that have joined in and jumped on board with all kinds of great prizes. A lot of them are California-based, um, you know, so it's not a local thing. Um, Camp Eileen, Little Paris Noel, GW Little, um, you know, there's just so many of them that have, have joined in to, to offer raffle prizes. So, I mean, you could get some great Christmas gifts for a $20 pledge. Mm, and there's also a very beautiful video I've watched several times. Oh, yeah, the video. Check out the video. Yes, I'm going to put a link about that at our website. Dina, thank you so much for what you're doing. Oh, Wonderful thank way. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a great holiday. Give Ladybug a kiss, friend. Oh, we'll do that. We'll definitely do that. And, of course, give Emma a big old hug from all of us. Absolutely. This wonderful holiday story. It's Animal Radio, and there's more of that on The Way, You Lucky Devil. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Flexin. Eliminate joint pain from your pet's life at FlexPet.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. An Alaska couple spent the better part of what was supposed to be a two-week vacation searching for their lost dog. Bear was in his kennel in the cargo hold of a Horizons airline flight that made a stop in Portland. That's when an airline worker opened Bear's cage and the dog bolted out into the darkness of a busy airport tarmac. Janelle and Jason Costin were told by the airline, quote, He bolted and he's gone. Sorry, end quote. <laughs> the couple scoured Portland International Airport and its surrounding neighborhoods for days with no look. A resident near Northwest Columbia Boulevard found Bear four days later. Thankfully, he recognized him from local news reports. The Costins were reunited with Bear, and after a vet checked him out, they finished their family vacation in Medford, Oregon. Jake, the yellow Labrador retriever, is running around like a young pup, and that's not bad for an 11-year-old dog with arthritis in his elbow. Jake is doing great six months after becoming the first dog in the Midwest to undergo surgery for a new prosthetic elbow. Wow. The surgery... I know, but listen, it's good. The surgery done at Michigan State University last April utilizes a cementless elbow prosthesis, which is better because it has less risk of infection. Ooh. The veterinary orthopedic surgeon who operated on Jake says, without the surgery, the dog would have been in extreme pain for the rest of his life. Now... Jake is pain-free. And, you know, people complain that the prices are so much for veterinarian visits these days. It's because the technology is catching up. We can oh, do so and many you things. Have, yes. that's it. The technology will also be used in human trials. Mm, good to know. Once again. Once again. So, okay, this one sounds like a setup for a joke, but it's not. A man walks into a bar with an alligator. <laughs> it really happened a couple of weeks ago at Johnny's Saloon in Huntington Beach, California. The bar patrons were less than thrilled to see the three-foot gator on a leash, so they dropped a dime on the local cops. When the police arrived, they impounded the aforementioned reptile, along with another one found at the man's home. Seems, surprisingly enough, it's illegal to keep gators in California. <laughs> I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. Get rid of those studio gators. This has been an Animal <laughs> Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution, with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by AFS, real food for real pets. Visit AFS online at Animal Food. 
Pet.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Okay, Bobby, you don't have to worry. I'm not going to sacrifice Ladybug, Judy's Chihuahua, <laughs> to give to Obama. That's right. I won't let him. I, I appreciate that because we would miss her. Yes. But- uh, but, exactly. so, but he was his supporter. Why you cannot just donate one dollar? <laughs> well, that's not nice. I will deliver it myself. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I believe we have uh, Wilbur on the phone. Hey, Wilbur. Yeah. How you doing? Oh, another work day. You know how it is. Wilbur, you are with Vladiv, doctrinaire from Russia. How are you? How are you? Good, good, good. How can I help you? Well, we've got a pet that is more like a child than a pet. Breed. We have a we have a Russian Yorkie. A Russian Yorkie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the person that got it said that uh, she purchased it from overseas, and it and? doesn't get along with other dogs. It gets along better with cats. It um, it was mother's dog, and it it has to be with me or my granddaughter or. It just is trouble. Okay. So when you never dogs come in your home, you're your kids all the time, yes? No. What, 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 she's what she's she, very docile. Okay. But why you say she's bad? She just uh, shy away? No, uh, uh, when she uh, was with the other Yorkies together, she was kennel caged. Somebody had put her in a kennel. We got her back. Okay. She's been treated real good, but when she's with other dogs, she'll bite at their feet. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like being around with the other animals when she's by herself with me. Okay, so let let me tell you something. Uh, dogs, they are born on one side of the scale or another. Some of them very well socialized with the humans and a little bit have uh, problems or big problems for another dogs. And vice versa is the right too. When we are say, experts, see type of the pets with this type of the tendency on the early stages, we can heavily re-socialize it. Now, at this age, how how long is your puppy? How old? Excuse oh, me. She's, she's five now. Five months? Five, five months or five, five years? years? Five, five years. Five years. You know, that's, uh, you know, the puppy is right now, your dog is now, you know, you, you really lost that critical stage of the dog's developing. So, what you can do right now, at least, you see, you cannot force that Yorkie to love. What you can do to make her tolerate in other pets. This is the first step to recovery. Listen. If you are the pack leader, your dog will not like what she hates, but at least tolerate, because you tell her tolerate it. So what I would do, I would put your little Yorkie in a big crate for German shepherds. And I'm going to put partition in that uh, in that crate. And I'm going to put another, maybe big or small or middle, or I would going to keep the changing different dogs who like to be in the crates, who will not be really rambunctious or barking or nervous in that crate, and let her socialize with another dogs through this partition, okay? And I will do it with the many, many different dogs. Uh, and, and your goal is, eventually, she will used to see another dogs around. From that point, I will probably find, I will go back to the same several dogs who your dog saw and used to for this partition and bring them back in your home. And in this situation, what I would do, I would put your Yorkie, because Yorkie is not going to kill anyone, okay, at this, at this age. I'm going to put your Yorkie together. 
I would not put any leashes on, nothing. In this particular situation, uh, everything going to be safe. Of course, you don't just pick aggressive dogs. You just get, get uh, happy Labradors, Goldens, maybe puppies, maybe a little bit older. And let them just, you know, be in one room and uh, under partition. And when you put them together, divert the attention. Start to maybe uh, make the certain sounds, like squeaky toys. Hey, something like this. Make sure another dogs would not harass your puppy in the beginning. So if your Yorkie used to train other pets through the crate, after that it will be more likely she will accept them in the one room. Uh, from that time it's going to get better. Now at any time your Yorkie shows any aggressive behavior, it needs to be corrected. And the best way for, for that to correct it, you got to use the device by name Pet Convincer, which is the gentle spray of the air. will be available in literally in one week from uh, uh, my website, which is SoCalDogTraining.com, SoCalDogTraining.com. If your puppy shows any aggressiveness, all what you need to do, push the button and the sound, sound will be like this. And it's combination of the safe CO2, which is the air, with the sound effect will startle your dog. And after that, you say, good girl, good boy, and be done with this. Okay, that's going to start with this. If you have any questions, email me to animal, uh, Vladi at AnimalRadio.com. This is the Vladi from Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Vinnie Penn, party animal, coming at you on Animal Radio. Today, a very important topic, naming your pet. Now, I'm an Italian. I don't know if you can ascertain that from the Vinnie thing. And Penn is an abbreviation of a very long Italian name that I can't get into here. Uh, but when it comes to Italians, Italians have a very interesting way of nicknaming people, which uh, you could actually find all of this out in uh, my new book that comes out this summer. I don't mean to plug here uh, during my radio time, but I do have a book coming out called The Guido's Credos, available at bookstores everywhere at the end of the summer. I hope you'll check that out. Check me out at www.vinnypen.net. But I did have a routine in there or, or, or a chapter in there dedicated to how Italians come up with nicknames. If you're obese, your nickname is tiny. Uh, I, that might be standard ethnicity notwithstanding. Interestingly enough, though, if your name is Frank, we're big on alliteration, we Italians, so your nickname might just be Fat Frank. It really depends on your name before we go with the nickname. But there's thing, th something about doing the complete opposite. If you're six foot seven, your name is Shorty, unless your name is Tom, in which case you're Tall Tom. Really creative, we Italians. But nonetheless, it, it does kind of extend itself to the pet realm. If I meet one more ridiculously tiny sweater-wearing dog whose name is Thor, I'm going to lose my mind. Thor is, is reserved for Rottweilers, for labs, and even there, it's kind of done to death. It's kind of the uh, Jason in the human world, we, or, or the Luke. We have enough babies, we have enough dogs with the same names. If your pet is three pounds or so and, and sleep, sleeps in a hearth at the foot of your bed and you take him out to... Uh, him or her out in your pocketbook. Here are some of the names you cannot name that tiny pet. Thor, as I said, Bear, King, Hulk, Orca. Choose a name that fits. At the same time, don't acknowledge the stature at all. 
teensy-weensy, it's really just kind of as annoying. And we all know to steer clear of the human names. Naming your dog or your cat is the most important thing you will ever do. They're going to respond to this name. You might want to try to make it a little unique. Steer clear of human names, names that have anything to do with their stature. If it's a white dog, doesn't mean to be named Whitey. If it's a black dog, doesn't mean to be named Blackie. Come up with something clever. Your favorite ice cream flavor. You know, here's Rocky Road. All right, what's wrong with that? Your favorite uh, musician. Well, a lot of people do that Marley thing. That's kind of annoying in and of itself. All I'm saying is be creative. Pay homage to something that has affected you profoundly in your life. And don't be so obvious and stop the Thors. As a matter of fact, I want to see if Animal Radio is going to get behind making T-shirts that has the name Thor in a circle with a slash through it. No more Thor. Vinny Penn, party animal. Animal Radio. Animal Radio is being brought to you by the American Red Cross, providing you with information and training to protect the dogs and cats you love. For more information, visit redcross.org or petcentric.com, a proud supporter of the American Red Cross. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K9 Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. Pets911, proud to be partnered with Animal Radio. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stand strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal people is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published 10 times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405. Bobby Hill coming up with the news in just a few minutes. Now, Bobby, I see that uh, maybe you remember this, maybe you don't. Pups, the stuffed Labrador, has arrived at the Animal Radio Studios. 
That was the one I was afraid was real when you were telling me the story. Yeah, no, this is actually a stuffed animal that's traveling the world. And it's been, uh, it looks like it's coming from Texas now, but it's been in England. And it's been in, uh, let's see, people have put postcards in with it. You're actually oh, supposed, cool. to, supposed to buy it some clothing and then ship it off. What to are we going to do with okay. it? Well, I don't know. We're thinking uh, it needs to be something uh, Central Californian. And, of course, uh-huh. we're supposed to take a picture with it. It's like that traveling gnome, and you take a picture of it, and yes. uh, it moves around the world, and it gets its picture taken uh, everywhere. So we're thinking Central California mm, wine, maybe? Wine yes. tasting? got to be wine oh, tasting. Oh, perfect. He can be the designated driver, like Toons is the cat. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get him some uh, clothing, too. Apparently, we're supposed to buy him some clothing. There's, uh, there's some uh, uh, Asian clothing there. Apparently, he's been to Japan. And, yeah. uh, Get in one of those T-shirts that says "Life's too short to drink cheap wine." I like that. Yes. I like that. Let's do that. Let's take him over go. to the Tobin James Winery and uh, get him one Ooh, of those. Yeah, yeah. Take some pictures with the hot uh, bartenderesses there, and it is a. <laughs> See it if is they'll a, spiff us a case. It is a male dog. Ooh, I like that idea. You know, that's why we have Bobby Hill doing news for us. She is the. She knows exact. She actually runs Animal Radio. Not a lot of people know that around here. Um, and we have okay, so the stuffed. Uh, I got to tell you, the stuffed animal smells a little bit, but you know it's been oh, across no. the. It's been in Europe, you know. So I'm just well, saying. Well, that's yes, kind of musty over there. It is uh, musty. Well, we'll give him a little bath, bath and spritz him up like a little that. before we take him out. And, and if you want to see a picture of pups, uh, head on over to the website at animalradio.com. What a silly, silly little game we're doing here. <laughs> Oh, it's been to Ireland. Yeah. It, it is a male, is that correct? Yeah, I believe Pups is a male. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of nice clothes in here. and uh, Has he been neutered? You know, I don't know. I'm Would not you like looking. to check? Yeah. I don't know. He, well, and the reason I say this is because he has pants on right now. Yeah. He has uh, white pants on Shorts. and uh, kind of a Hawaiian alligator shirt. And again, he did just come from Texas, was his last So he's stop. dressed like a tourist. Dressed like a tourist. There you go. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, check the... Check the residence where it came from. Make sure it wasn't the uh, Bush residence over there. Enough Does he smell there. like barbecue and bourbon? <laughs> <laughs> okay, one 405 Dr. Debbie answering your medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard on the way. It's all right here on Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Groundbreaking research has found that caring for pets can improve the behavior and social interaction of troubled teens. Backed by a three-year grant from the IMS Company, CBR Youth Connect set out to scientifically evaluate whether working with dogs in its innovative pet therapy program, New Leash on Life, could effectively help troubled teens. The Colorado program pairs unwanted dogs with troubled teens who then care for and train the dogs for 10 weeks prior to being placed in adoptive homes. Many teens in the program improved in some crucial areas of functioning, with gains in positive social behavior, including bonding and attachment, anger management, and responsibility. The dogs improved, too. You can adopt one at PetFinder.com. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people, too. Animal Radio. Remember, the advice you hear on today's show is for entertainment purposes only. Please be sure to consult your own vet regarding your pet. Hey, this is Brian Petillo. I play Lucas Roberts on Days of Our Lives. You're listening to Animal Radio. And please don't forget to have your pet spayed or neutered. That's my favorite saying from Bob Barker, by the way.
1-866-405-8405. Directly to Animal Radio, celebrating your connection with your pets. It's Hal and Judy, and Dr. Debbie is on the way. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinny, Penn, party animal. What's he talking about this week? I don't know yet. You know, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> He's in the uh, break room, and I'll go ask him during the next break right here. Uh, also, the DNA test we did last week with uh, Ladybug to find out what kind of dog she is. If the you can miss that. The canine heritage breed test. Of course. If you miss that, we think she may not be all chihuahua. <laughs> if there's any chihuahua. Oh, I think there's some chihuahua, but we got to find out who's her daddy. She has uh, long legs, like someone's been stretching them. Oh, speaking of stretching legs, you can stretch your pet to health. We'll be talking to someone about that a little later on uh, today. Yeah. Wake up and stretch your animal every week. Also, uh, the prognosticating camel that we've been talking, we've been following, uh, that says, of course, Princess. Several weeks back, we were talking to John Bergman. He's the uh, GM over at the Popcorn Park Zoo in Joyzee, where I guess it's got to be snowing now. Oh. Or pretty, pretty close. Pretty, cold, pretty yeah. cold. I don't know what happens to Princess when it uh, gets cold. Do camels cold. like the cold? I don't know. They sure like the heat. We know that. Do we have John on the phone? Hi, John. Hey, how are you? Do how are you, how are you doing? All right, pretty good today. So tell us, what do the camels do during the winter? Do they go inside? Uh, no, they, uh, she gets a a, uh, a winter coat on here on her that is. It makes her looks like like twice the size of how she is in the summer. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. She'd rather stay out, but she, but because of uh, you know some things, she has arthritis in her front knees and stuff. Mm-hmm. That we do bring her in on on uh, cold nights, and if it's going to be a real cold day, she'll stay in too in the barn. Now, how old is the wise camel princess? Uh, Twenty one. Twenty one years. How long do camels generally live? Uh, I've. I've uh, Looked into a little bit, and they can live into the 30s. Wow, very good. Oh, okay, so she's she's wise. She's been around. She's seen a little. She's probably maybe even been at a couple of zoos. Who knows? But we do know that she's uh, doing pretty good with the picks. In fact, she didn't she just have her last loss last week, her first loss last week? Yeah, she's 10-1. and 10-1. And, and, uh, and she had picked the... Uh, uh, the New York Jets and the New England Patriot game, which went down to the last second. You know, that's a tough one to pick. I'll tell you that right there. If someone asked me to pick that uh, NFL pick, the Jets or the Patriots, I would uh, I wouldn't have known what to do. So you, I got to sympathize with her. <laughs> well, it, it was tied at the end of the regulation, and it, it went into overtime. So she was pretty close to being eleven and zero right now. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, well, close. But uh, try telling that to the bookie. <laughs> now, I've been making my bets for the last... Oh, we can't talk about that? Oh, I'm sorry. We have a pool here going on here at Animal Radio. And I've been following her very closely with this. That was my first loss. Fortunately, it was the only one so far. But uh, she uh, she's always had good records. Last year, she was... Uh, what was her record last year, anyway? Uh, as I remember, I think she picked 27 games and she won 19 of them. That's pretty good. good. Yeah, plus the the Super Bowl. She had picked the Super Bowl to be right. Mm. How how does she do it? Yeah, what is the methodology for picking the... We we actually just did it this morning for this week's game, because there's a a station out here that uh, uh, tells us what game to pick in a local team, either the Eagles, the Jets, or the Giants. And uh, they call us on Tuesday morning, and then... In the palm of each hand, I write the name, well, uh, say in my left hand, I'll write the Jets, and my right hand, uh, 
the um, I think this week she's uh, the Tennessee Titans. So we write that on the palms, and then I take uh, her her favorite graham crackers, and we cover the the palm with in the name with a graham cracker, mm-hmm. and then I uh, I present them to her, and whichever cracker she, graham cracker she picks first is the, her pick for that week. Ooh, now how far into the future does she go on this? Just one, it, one, it, one week at a time? Yeah, one week at a time. One we week at a time. Yeah, we do every Tuesday for that that weekend's game. And who do we have for this game? Uh, she uh, it was the Titans and the Jets, and she uh, picked the Jets, I guess, because uh, uh, the Titans are undefeated. Ah. And I guess she didn't want, you know, she uh, lost her first one last week, so I guess she <laughs> wants to make sure that the Titans do also. <laughs> Is she rewarded for all this good work, and when is she going to start picking lotto numbers? <laughs> She's rewarded every day. She gets uh, she gets uh, crackers, ground crackers, as a little treat every day. And uh, matter of fact, because of the arthritis she has in her legs, we have a uh, a Reiki master oh. who comes out and uh, at least once a week and spends about two hours doing some uh, Tellington touch and uh-huh. uh, Reiki, uh, you know, energy stuff with her and she just, oh she loves that I would like wow, that yeah. how can we get someone to do Tellington <laughs> Touch on me that's what I want <laughs> wear a camel hair coat and come here <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do with it you shave off the camel hair at the end of the the winter well we uh, we only had to shave a little bit usually she starts to, to, to shed it out and we just brush her a lot because she gets brushed pretty often and it, and it comes all out and actually I, I got about 10 bags of this stuff waiting for someone to come uh Come pick it up and uh, make some stuff out of it. Well, you know, we talked to uh, VIP Fibers. They make items from blankets to sweaters and everything out of animal fur. They've made it out of Bengal tigers. They do it out of cats and dogs, and they probably love to make something. I bet you camel hair would be wonderful. Yes. Okay, so check it out. It's the Popcorn Popcorn Park Zoo in Joyzy. And uh, can we see... can we walk in and just see Princess? Yeah, she's right. You can't miss her. She's right in the middle of a zoo, and she's she's pretty big. Has she increased the visitation there? Are more people saying, let's go to Popcorn Park Zoo to see that prognosticating camel boy? That's really hard to say. <laughs> I, I actually do think so, yes. Okay. And we do get a lot of, you know, we do get calls on Sunday before the games wanting to know who she picked. <laughs> you should charge for that service. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so the website, and I guess this is uh, A-H-S-C-A-R-E-S dot org. That's A-H-S Cares. Is that correct? That's right. That's it. And we'll link to it from animalradio.com. John, thanks so much for joining us again. Well, hey, thank you guys. Please give Princess a big old hug from all of us here at Animal Radio. I'll do that. Is Animal Radio Network. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. 1 866 405 8405. I see Marianne Dutrois. Marianne Dutrois. She is. What? What was that? You like saying that, don't you? 
I love the French language. Tudor swear it under the swa. He can speak French. Yeah. Omelette du fromage. We Russians will love the French and they love us. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Yeah, it is true. You will, we it's will because still... of caviar. Is it caviar? Uh, because both of us will love two two the same two things. We love their beautiful wine and beautiful ladies. Oh. Oh. Yeah. No, I thought I you both like to dish on Americans. Uh, you know, I, that's what I meant, but I <laughs> 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 well, Marianne Dutrois, she's on the way, and she uh, she actually went horseback from, um, what, South America to North America? What did yes, she do? Yes, she went horseback solo by herself through this country. Wow. Whoa. Yes. Just coming through America, that would be the scary part, I would think, <laughs> New York City. that would be You wouldn't want to be a single woman uh, on horseback in New York City. But no. Th- she has uh, quite a story, and she's on the way. Uh, as well as Judge David from, uh, what program is that? CW? Yes. Uh, and the CW still is a network. I didn't know that. Bobby, did you know that? It the is. C- it still it is. is. Oh, very, this week. Very, this week. We'll find out. Okay. Uh, we go to the phones. I believe we have Jay on the phones. Hi, Jay. How are you doing? Great. How are you? Very good. Where are you calling from? Savannah, Georgia. And what's on your mind? Well, I have a uh, Cocker Spaniel that has uh, some uh, issues with separation. Separation anxiety. Joe, you are with Vladi. Mm-hmm. The separation anxiety, it is uh, yes. one of the most difficult behavior problems. And you're so lucky you call me because I have a, I'm serious, I mean, right now I have a great, great technique for that and outstanding record of success. Um, let's do this. I'm going to give you some very quick tips to solve it. And after that, I will put you with a uh, producer, going to get your name and the uh, new address. I'm going to send to you my CD and separation anxiety with all details. Okay. okay. So what we're going to do here, we're going to break dependency on, your, on you and the member of your family. We're going to increase the confidence and we're going to gradually desensitize your pet. Um, so you member of your family and you leaving the house how to break dependency you have to depend that dog on somebody else so what I would suggest maybe get temporarily pet sitter um, or some relative or friends who would uh, maybe spend some time through the week or um, Saturday and Sunday somebody will come come in and uh, uh, take the dog or feed the dog the dog needs to understand hey I can rely on somebody else I'm not going to die if my daddy or mommy were gonna leave me so you know you have to de attached and de attached and, and you and attach on somebody else that pet okay uh, also I would uh, not allow your pet following you like the laser beam in other words when you go from one room to another and he just always wants to be uh, with you, if, yes. if this is the case, my mentor yes. like, like like stumble toward him, make that noise, or can't even clap your hands, and, say, ah, 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 and just a little bit, just get him away from you. I know what I ask you. I know you love right. your pets, but love is not going to help at this point. Okay. In generally, please, if he if he uh, like try to uh, put, push his body f- or lay down next to you and put your paw on you and such and such, you know, you gotta just you know, you need to act like a typical American girl would act. Don't touch, don't harass, I'm going to sue you. What? Oh. What? That's what the Russian That's government does. Don't touch American girls. You know, they're going to sue you. But American's voice told me American girls wants to be touched. So I was confused. But anyway, let's get back to this. So the, here is how you're going to act. After that, I would like you to desensitize your dog to the living. How are you to do this? Five, ten times per day, I want you leave the house and come back. Leave the house and come back. And when you come back, you have to act like Taliban husband comes home. Who is not giving his wife kisses and hugs? He tells her, go do dishes, go do laundries, okay? I know in America that approach is not going to work. It's going to work for your pet. 
So okay. desensitization and make very negative when you're coming and be very positive when you're leaving. After that, I would like to increase the confidence. And the only way you can increase the confidence in that pet if you do obedience training. Put the leash and collar before you leave the house and exhaust the dog mentally by around the house. Tell her, let's go, sit, stay, calm down, and so on. Please, uh, I, I, we're going to put you on hold. You're going to give the phone number and your address, and I'm going to take care of you, okay? This okay, is the Vladi from Animal Radio. Please call us, 866-405-8405. If you're a pooch that needs a unique gift for that special person in your life, OurDogHouse.com will give your human something to bark about. Paw on over and check it out today. Find out what all the dogs are howling about. OurDogHouse.com, where distinguished pups do their shopping. Whether you're an Airedale or a Yorkie or any breed in between, you'll find something to put your paws on. Drop by today and sign up for our free informative newsletter for dog owners. www.OurDogHouse.com Fido-Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido-Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Bobby Hill working on the news. A few minutes, she's going to be talking about an Alaska couple who went on vacation. Their dog was uh, on an airline that I won't mention. I'll let Bobby mention the airline. (laughs) And the dog bolted, took off. They spent uh, a couple of weeks looking for the dog. So especially important around the holidays now, if you are uh, traveling... With your animals on airplanes, there is a strict criteria of rules you should follow. And we have them posted at AnimalRadio.com. We'll be talking about them a little later on. Dr. Debbie's answering your questions right now at one 405 8405 Hi, Linda. Hi, how are you? Very good. Where are you? I'm in New York. New York. New York City? <laughs> New York City, Manhattan, yes. You are on with Dr. Debbie. Well, hello, Dr. Well, hello there. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. Um, I was calling because I had a couple of questions regarding my dog. And okay. uh, he is uh, 14 and a half, and he is still walking just fine. He takes the occasional, occasional spill because the back legs aren't as good as they used to be. Um, and the last few months, he is having problems with incontinence where he will start to go to the bathroom when we wait for the elevator to go outside. Because um, that's right, because you're in New York, so you have to wait for elevators to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. right. And um, we had been using, like, wee-wee pads, and they're so messy. My husband just said, you know what, why don't we just buy a buck and carry it with us? And that's actually been working very well. But I was just wondering, I have him. He's on Deramax. He also gets shots once a month of, um, oh, my God. Adequan? Thank you, Adequan. Okay. And um, we also have him on a painkiller. We have him on Tramadol. He gets one in the morning and one in the evening with uh, chopped liver, which he loves. Okay. Now, you didn't mention what kind of dog. 
Oh, he's he's a mix. He's part. Um, he's got some Doberman Greyhound, Lab Pointer, and possibly Great Dane. Um, he has lost ten pounds in the past year, and mm. it's not due to lack of eating. He's certainly eating. You know, we've done his blood work. That seems to be fine. Um, everything else seems to be fine unless there's some undetected cancer because I don't know what else would make him lose like 10% of his body fat. Yeah, well, that's definitely one of the things we worry about in an older pet if we do see a weight loss and all the other tests look good. Now, the have you had any kind of uh, x-rays of his hindquarters done? Do we know if he has any hip problems or is it a knee problem, back? Well, I believe that he has had x-rays at some point. The problems, I guess, have to do with arthritis. Uh, the fact that, you know, he's, he's getting old, so he has some arthritis. And that's pretty much all I know. He's, he's had some major surgeries. He's had his spleen removed a couple oh, wow, of years yeah. ago. That's a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. He also, he's had a lot of growths, but they've all been, uh, benign. And okay. they've only, they've only been, uh, removed when they've gotten, like, in the way, you know. Otherwise, we've okay. left them alone. And, you know, he's, he's, of course, he's deaf also now, and, you know, he has cataracts. But other than that, he's a sweetheart. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, in 14 years, I have to say, first of all, you, you have been very blessed, and um, you must be doing something really good to get him to that age, because, you know, not every pet makes it to, you know, the uh, mid to upper teens. So that I commend you on. And definitely um, what you've mentioned so far, what you're trying is, all wonderful um, therapies for pets that we're dealing with um, osteoarthritis. And this can kind of get a little bit more complicated for some dogs because it can be more than just arthritis in pets. And especially when we're talking about spinal arthritis, there can be some involvement that um, the arthritic changes along the spine actually kind of um, impinge or kind of uh, pinch off um, some of the nerves that go to the uh, body function areas to like uh, control uh, urination and defecation. So along with like a spinal arthritis problem, it isn't uncommon with time to sometimes see a continence issue as well. And that may be while they're actually walking or if they're getting up and down from a, a seated position. Um, and that, in some cases, there's not a whole lot we can do for that unless we're at a point where there's uh, the need for um, some kind of neurologic surgery. However, um, you know, I definitely like, um, you know, that you're getting the injections of Adequan. Um, that's a basically a uh, medicine that uh, is well tolerated. It can help with a lot of these other therapies. The arthritis medicine you're using, Duramax, is wonderful. Um, I like it. It's once a day. You know, I've had a couple dogs where I've gone and tried um, a different type of a non-steroidal, and sometimes that can make a difference. And the one that I go from uh, Duramax, I will often change to Prevacox, and I find that some of the pets that have been on a chronic medicine for a while and we just kind of hit a plateau that sometimes that one may make a difference and, and just changing it up a little bit might make a, some improvement. Okay, um, and then tramadol, you mentioned tramadol. I like that okay. for a lot of the chronic pain conditions. It's kind of like a doggy morphine, but you know, not really <laughs> addictive and, and it's not really that uh, sedative. So I, I like right. all of what you're doing there. Oh, we're um, also giving him uh, the, the fish pills. Okay, some, some fish oils. Excellent. Yeah. 
you know, there's some things that we might try beyond what you're doing, um, and it kind of depends on what you have readily available, but um, alternative therapies such as acupuncture can be helpful for some pets with arthritis and mobility issues. And I'm not an expert in uh, acupuncture, but there are veterinarians that are specifically trained in that, and yes, uh, they could probably are, yeah. best advise you on that. Um, so I would definitely look into something like that as well. Um, and then just even physical therapy. Um, you know, I've had a, you know an older... Uh, a great Dane that I had here in Las Vegas, and he was having a lot of troubles getting around. And we um, actually referred him to a physical therapist at one of these specialty clinics, and that really helped him build up his muscle tone because it wasn't very easy for a 160-pound dog uh, for the folks to get him in a pool or exercise him. So that might be something else to kind of build up some strength there for him. Okay, good. But, yeah, I'd say, you know, give him a big hug for me because, um, you know, I had a pet that lived till about 16. And, you know, it is so hard. When they get to these older years, you start to see all the ailments. We see in older people and, um, you know, keep trucking along there. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. Give me a call, 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Vinny Penn, your resident party animal, coming at you with the party animal segment on Animal Radio. I just want to give a tip out there to those of you who are going through the unfortunate task of trying to recover a lost animal, a dog or a cat. I saw a flyer in my na- neighborhood recently. I always check out the flyers, as everyone should, because you, you know you're, we're always seeing animals in our neighborhood. And uh, a flyer is, is a great way to go, an organic, homegrown way to relocate the animal. But some people who are missing a pet really have the wrong idea when it comes as to what to put to the flyer. This flyer said something like, please return... Poochie to our house. We miss him so much. And Poochie loves watching Survivor with us every Thursday night. Well, am I supposed to go home and dress up like Jeff Probst now and walk up and down the street and hope that Poochie sees me? How is our knowing what Poochie's favorite television show is going to help us find your dog? Be a little smarter when it comes to the Flyers, people. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Bobby Hill from Animal Radio. Just in time for the holidays, my brother's cat has decided to play with the dried flower and pilgrim centerpiece that's up on the dining room table. Her ability to jump higher is thanks to FlexPet. It's the most effective and comprehensive joint formula for improved mobility. It's the only one with CM8, and it works for both cats and dogs. FlexPet has a money-back guarantee. It's the best one in the industry. FlexPet is so confident that you will see improvement in your pet's mobility. They offer an unconditional three-bottle guarantee with no time limit to return the unused product. And right now, you can buy two and get one free. Ask about the special. Call 1-800-END-PAIN. That's 1-800-363-7246. Call FlexPet now. You won't forget the phone number. It's 1-800-END-PAIN. I'm Bobby Hill from Animal Radio, and I wouldn't tell you about it if I didn't believe in it. FlexPet, 1-800-END-PAIN. Hi, I'm Vladi. Let me introduce to you the new concept to the real pet food. AFS. AFS is a true miracle meal. All natural ingredients, 
100% complete and balanced. No artificial flavors, no coloring, no fillers, no gluten, and absolutely no preservatives. Discover what the magic of the real meat can do for your pet's health. Visit AnimalFood.com Have you been dreaming of that special career that not only offers you great financial rewards, but is also really fun? You've found it. Pet Sitting is becoming one of the fastest growing home-based businesses in the country today. NAPS, the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters, can help you achieve that dream. NAPS will provide you with the education and tools you need just by visiting www.petsitters.org. That's NAPS at www.petsitters.org. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad-spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Your dog, Ladybug, is being very cute right now, looking at me from your sling, which is attached to you as you do the show. She just lays there and she's very quiet. What are you going to do when she out outgrows that? Hopefully she won't, but she is getting a little heavier. I think she's going to be a lot bigger than I thought she was. You look stronger, too. <laughs> it's building up my muscles, too. Yeah, well... You know what I like doing with her is I like yawning and seeing if I can get her to yawn. <laughs> See it if working? it's contagious. Not yet. Not yet. I'm just getting real tired. I think it's the opposite. I think when she yawns, it gets you yawning. <laughs> well, I know her stretching. Her stretching uh, gets me going. She, I don't know if this is just chihuahuas that do this, but when they get up, mm-hmm. or in in this particular case, when Ladybug gets up in the morning, mm-hmm. comes into the studio, she stretches. And then she does this little thing with her back legs where she stretches them out and uh, uh, scrapes them on the ground like a bull that's just about to charge you. It's, oh, it's, it's adorable. And I don't know if other dogs do that. Let me know if your dog does that. one 405 8405 Stretching, of course, is very good when you get up in the morning and you do your stretches, getting all those juices oh, flowing. Yes, the animals know that. That's why this book came across my desk. And as you know, lots of books come across my desk. This one caught my attention. Stretch your dog healthy. Wow. I actually, at first I thought it was kind of funny, and then I realized this really makes sense there. Uh Title, Stretch Your Dog Healthy, A Hands-On Approach to Natural Canine Care. And I wanted to get the author on, Raquel Wynn. Hi, Raquel. How are you doing? Hey, Hal. I'm doing great. How are you all? Very good. Where are we calling you? You're calling Nashville, Tennessee. I thought so. I heard a little <laughs> little twang in your voice there. A little tiny bit of a draw, just a teeny one. Well, now, you have a kind of a holistic background, right? That's true. I uh, was a personal trainer and still am, and I do massage therapy, and I also study holistic health. Now, before I get on the holistic thing here, I want to point out that holistic doesn't, you know, you mentioned that a lot of people think, okay, there's uh, whoever believes in holistic medicine doesn't believe in the Western uh, way of doing things or science or anything. But holistic is really uh, the view of everything, isn't it? I think so. For me personally, one of my great passions is to try to convince people that there's a place for everything. And holistic um, health care is great in terms of prevention it's just preaching kind of taking the whole body 
into account. So that'd be what you put in it nutrition wise, exercise, movement, and all of that. But certainly, conventional Western medicine has a place. I mean, definitely, there's certain things that require uh, more, you know, acute conditions require more care than than a holistic approach can actually give you. You know what I'm saying? So it's a broad approach. It's a broad it is. approach. Okay. The book, Stretch Your Dog Healthy, tell us about it. Uh, it's kind of funny at first. What made you decide to do this? And do you stretch your dogs? <laughs> of course I do. Absolutely I do. You know, it's funny because when I told people that I was interested in writing a book on stretching your dogs that did the same thing you did it's like wait are you serious <laughs> <laughs> and i'm totally serious and like you were talking about ladybug getting up and stretching mm-hmm. actually all dogs do get up and stretch because innately the body knows that it's it's trying to balance and get back to symmetry mm. what happens when you stretch what all juices are released well, when you stretch, we have, well, not to get too technical, but our whole body is encompassed by a sheath that gives us support and form, and that's called the fascial layer. And when you stretch, you get toxin release, you get oxygenation or softening of that layer, um, you get increased blood and circulatory flow, you get um, hydration of the jo- joints and bones. So lots and lots of things occur. It's almost like rebooting your body system, like we <laughs> reboot our computer, uh-huh. you know? I wanted to ask you a question. I hear a lot about tea tree oil, and I'm really confused because I read things that says it's a toxin to dogs and others have it in their products. What is that, tea tree oil? Yes. Yeah, tea tree oil is a really wonderful and potent um, ingredient. It's it's a natural antiseptic. It's a natural antifungal and antibacterial. But one thing um, that you want to be sure is to dilute it. It's In its diluted form, it's safe. It's actually more toxic for cats than dogs, they think. Mm. So, uh-huh. But in its diluted form, it's really great um, to use. So you just want to make sure that you a few drops of tea tree mixed with some distilled water goes a long way. What about if it's in a shampoo? Is that good to put on my yeah, dog? Yeah, I like that. I also like it in toothpaste, too. So. Wow. Yeah, I, I think it's good. Well, while you guys were chatting there, I went to go get the uh, Chihuahua because I want to do a little stretching. <laughs> good, good. And uh, I see that you actually have recipes for different kinds of stretching with the pictures accompanying them. So you, you're not expected to imagine this stuff. You can see what, what you're supposed to do. And it, it seems like you start at certain areas and work your way different directions. Yeah, there's all different ways to do it. You can you can start out with a set plan in mind, like going top to bottom or from the joints to the paws, or you can start with it. I like to start with an, an idea and like let the dog kind of guide me. A lot of times you'll start on the like with a hip stretch, and your dog might lie down in the process and roll over and find you. You know, you find you yourself on the shoulder. So <laughs> dogs mostly I, like this. I would say that. Ninety-nine percent of the dogs would like it. Well, I'm looking at the pictures here, and they look real happy. I'm sort of wishing someone would stretch me. Okay, how do we how do we start here with uh, with Ladybug? Ladies, Ladybug's here in my arms, and she's she's really uh, is putting up no objection so far. Why don't you start with the shoulder and go up into the shoulders because the shoulders and upper body is where dogs 
carry about 65 to 75 percent of their body weight. Okay, am I massaging so, or am I actually you're stretching? Start massaging the shoulder and just getting it moving, rocking it back and forth the leg in a small like pendulum range of motion. Okay, she's going for it. She likes that. Yes, she Look does. Okay. And you're just moving it forward and backwards, and then you're going to decide, let's say, to go with a forward extension. So you're okay. going to pull that leg straight forward and hold it out in a forward leg extension. See, I'm so afraid because she's got these, these like, thin, very thin... Uh, she looks so fragile to me. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Your your body's got natural mechanisms where you're... As long as you're not doing anything drastic okay. and you're being gentle, you're good. So you're holding it out extended. Uh-huh. Now I want you to bend that elbow into a flex position with her arm extended. You're going to just bend her elbow so her paw is coming back towards her head. Okay, hold on. Okay, and she seems to be, I don't I wouldn't say she's enjoying it, but she's going for it. Doesn't she? She's yes, probably, she does. She's probably not familiar with this movement, so she's going to take some time to see what it feels like and assess what's going on. And the minute she feels that it's doing her body benefit, she'll be all yours. <laughs> and so when, would, when would I start to notice, and when would she start to notice a difference? I would, you notice a difference, if, especially if you have a dog with any kind of um, tightness, you notice immediately. You do this for five or ten minutes, and you notice a difference in either their gait, or they'll start smiling. There's obviously less pain. <laughs> she always looks like she's smiling. <laughs> oh, that's, she's a great subject then. You're going to now take that arm, pull it back the other direction, so it's her paws actually going back towards her hip. Okay. Okay. She's just looking at you like, yeah. what are you what doing? Are you, doing? <laughs> are you having fun? That's uh, right. Now let's go for one more. You're going to now go back to rubbing the shoulder blade so you're cueing the body that okay. the shoulder is the joint we're affecting. Okay. And then you're going to take this arm and you're going to open it away from her midline in what's called an abduction move. We're going to pull that arm just away at the elbow. Uh, away from the midline. Which direction is that? Outward. So Outward, you're okay. It, yes, outwards, like opening the chest up, opening the front of the body. And of course, this is all. The pictures are all in here at the book. Uh, Stretch yeah, your dog that's healthy. A, that's a chest opener, actually. <laughs> a chest opener. Okay. And we'll we'll actually post that at the website oh, yeah. so you can see what we're doing. And I believe we're getting. Are we getting pictures of this? Oh, Guido's taking pictures of this. Good. We'll post pictures at the website. Oh, uh, there for this. Stretch your dog healthy, a hands-on approach to natural canine care. Raquel Wynn uh, is the author. I have 10 copies to give away. This is on the Plume Penguin label. Head on out to your bookstore, Barnes & Nobles, or Border or Online, Amazon.com to get it. If your bookstore doesn't have it, have them order it. Say, what's up? You need to get Stretch Your Dog Healthy, a hands-on approach to natural canine care. Raquel, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Helen. Judy, have a great day. And Ladybug, you're in luck. Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405, celebrating our connection with our pets. Get ready for the Marley and Me movie. They've made that bestseller into a movie, yes, and it's going to be out Christmas Day, and Perfect. it stars Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston. Ooh. And Marley, uh, the dog. And actually, we're going to be talking to Marley's trainer. Marley, uh, not the original Marley, because the original Marley has passed. It's been a few years. Yeah. But the one that's in the movie is traveling across the country to different adoption agencies, uh, stirring up a little business. And we're going to be talking to the trainer uh, as they make their way across the country prior to the opening. And, of course, we'll have your tickets right here for Marley and me. 
at Animal Radio. Also today, AFS food, that's the big question. How can we get some of that? Well, I still have lots of free samples. You can learn about them at animalfood.com. If you want a free sample, go ahead and send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. Now, it needs two stamps. Yes. This is 59 cents worth of postage. Yeah, we figured that out. However you want to break it up. You need a... It's a, a lot of math for us. It is a lot of math for us. And you got to have a regular uh, sized envelope. It's, uh, it's, a little, it's a little package. We'll send it back to you with uh, dog food for your dog or cat food for your cat to try out. And if they like it, it's good because it's good stuff. It's healthy stuff. And like I said, learn more at animalfood.com. Uh, what do you got coming up in the news here? Well, we are looking at the holidays, and one of our holiday favorites, uh, we were talking before, is the Snoopy Christmas. Oh, it's yes. Charlie Brown's Christmas, right? I love well, that. I have, some, I have some news that involves the actress who was the voice of Lucy. She got busted. Ooh, six degrees of Lucy. <laughs> You have the it's, details, it's, right? You got it coming up in the news. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Hospitals and nursing homes are taking down their No Dogs Allowed signs. Medical studies show that people who own a pet make fewer trips to the doctor. Pets can help calm people with high blood pressure, and just the act of petting a pet can release the feel-good hormones in humans, helping many patients with depression. There are numerous studies that show the positive effect of owning a dog, from getting some exercise while walking a dog to companionship for shut-ins. All these big medical studies just show what we knew all along. Life is better when you share it with a pet. Have you hugged yours today? I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Flexin. Eliminate joint pain from your pet's life at flexpet.com. We join Animal Radio already in progress. Didn't hear any of the cat fight that was going on in the background, did you? No, did you actually have a cat fight going on? Oh, yes, the kitties are, are, I heard them come running in the back door, and evidently I'm sure Slater has come in, and we're now having territorial issues. What are their names, Slater and what? My kitties are Chloe and Sammy, and I should send you guys pictures of them for the website, and then Slater is the next door kitty, and I have pictures of Slater, too, so I'll do that this week. Send pictures, and we'll send stuff back for them. Okay. Toys. I love toys. Oh. Slater comes in your house? So, yes, and it's funny because remember the toy you guys sent me, the eco toy, the eco-friendly um, big fish toy, the squishy toy with the, I think it's got a squeaky. I have in it. absolutely no idea. But I remember, you yes, it, I do honest, remember. The cats love it. Oh, all really? three of them go crazy over it. They yes. all, and they actually share it, oh. so that's a good thing. Oh. But they all seem to get along, even though they have their little territorial you know, issues. He's, and he's, Slater's he's, just huge. I told you, he's got to be part Maine Coon Cat. How much does he he's weigh? Probably 12 or 13 pounds, but he is long. Tip to tail, he's three feet. Have you been stretching him? I have not. He got he that he arrived that way, and he is a rescue kitty that my lovely kosher neighbors. This is the first time they ever had cats, and this has been three years now that these cats are just a, a complete joy and source of hysterical stories. Hey. Except when they get on the leather couch. Yeah, that's not so funny. Why would you buy leather couch with cats? Seriously, do you see anything in my house that's leather? No. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> that's why we have concrete furniture. 
we uh, and that's the only way you can go. Really? And actually, my one little kitty Chloe has never clawed furniture. She's always just gone for her claw pad thing. But Sammy the cat, sh- she's a, a whole other story. Okay, so let's uh, do the final newscast. Are you ready for it? Okay, I'm hydrating. Yes. Go ahead. It's right there, and your sounder's on the way. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Christmas and Hanukkah are just around the corner, but make sure a visit to the vet isn't headed your way. Dr. James Cook of the American Veterinary Medical Association warns people not to share any of their holiday feasts with their pets. Cook says that salty, spicy, and greasy foods can be deadly to pets, along with chocolate. And remember, the darker the chocolate, the more dangerous. A study two years ago in the Journal of American Veterinary Medicine cited a common artificial sweetener, xylitol, in the death of dogs. It's found in candy, chewing gum, and in most baked goods, but it can cause liver failure in animals. Cook says play it safe. Give your pet healthy holiday snacks recommended by your vet. Don't let pets chew on holiday plants like mistletoe, poinsettia, holly, and cedar, pine, and balsam. All of those are considered poisonous to your animals. And looking at the holidays, we've got Snoopy's Christmas coming up. Linus Van Pelt's sister got busted. Okay, actually, it was the adult who, as a child, voiced the character of Lucy in several of the Peanuts specials. Los Angeles judge found Pamela and Ferdin guilty of violating a restraining order, barring the animal activists from harassing UCLA faculty members. Seems that Ferdin was protesting outside the homes of those faculty members who use animals in research. She was handing out flyers with their pictures, home addresses, and phone numbers on them. Uh-oh. She's looking at, uh oh. Yeah, she's looking at five days in jail along with a $1,000 fine when sentenced. Ferdin says she plans to appeal. Iowa State's College of Veterinary Medicine has developed an innovative way of getting to medicine directly into the eyes of infected dogs. Researchers at the Midwest University are working with implanting biodegradable medicine directly into the surrounding eye tissue. This is the first time the procedure has been used to treat autoimmune corneal disease. Once placed, the drug works 24 hours a day for up to one year. It's been tried on six dogs in trials and to date, All are showing some improvement. One of the dogs getting the experimental treatment is Gora, a U.S. Army explosive search dog. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Hi, it's Lisa Laporta from HGTV's Design to Sell for Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And let us not forget the world-famous Russian dog wizard, of course. We're talking about Vlade. You're absolutely right. Your, uh, your mom always said you wouldn't die of modesty. You know, I worked and trained the dogs all over the world, and uh, in China and Japan and Russia-China border and in Canada. And uh, now very successfully do my business in America, which I 10 years in Michigan. Now I came to the best state in America, to the uh, California. Oh, now the phones are going to ring off the hook. Now, I noticed it is Michigan, of course, is much different than California. It is. It is. Michigan is my... What I first learned when I came to California, don't drive American cars. 
and use Apple computer. <laughs> oh, those are the two. Use Apple computer. I like that. So now, um, what else have you learned? What's different uh, uh, other than the weather, other than you'd be preparing for snow right now in Michigan and you're going to... Yeah, I used to be a little more politically correct. You see now how I'm politically correct on this show. I, I try to carefully choose my words. Not anymore. Uh, you know what? <laughs> you know what I cannot tell you. I think uh, a lot of people, famous people like me, have the same problem. Look at our president-elect Barack Obama. Yes. He uh-huh. sometimes gets in trouble because he also say the truth as it is. Sounds like Lottie. Yeah. 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 Well, and California will do that to you. I believe we have uh, Anna. Anna on the phone. Hi, Anna. Yeah. How are you doing? Hello. Hi, Good. Anna. How are you? Very good. Where are you Hello. calling from? Uh, Visalia, California. Oh, very nice place. Now, say, uh, I believe you're on with Vladi. You have to say, Anna, say hi to the Vladi, world-famous Russian dog. Wizard. I'm sorry. Could you address the uh, world-famous Russian dog wizard in a more formal manner, Anna? <laughs> uh, your Majesty, how are you today? Thank you, Anna. Thank you. <laughs> now, now you got my attention. Now I will help you out. Otherwise, no way. <laughs> Go ahead, Anna. Well, I just had a quick question for you. Um, my husband and I are looking to get a dog. Um, would it, do you think it'd be best to buy from um, a pet store, or do you think it'd be best to search out a breeder and really locate one, or buy a dog from a breeder or you a pet store? Why to buy the dog? Just get the mat from the shelter or to rescue. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you well, really, if you re- really, that's what you want to do. You know, I'm. Uh, I, I definitely would suggest you go to the reputable breeder and pick up the right breed for you, which is, uh, I mean, uh, if you have a big, big backyard, you can get mm-hmm. uh, crazy laps or Pomeranians. If you have a not big backyard, and depends on what the people you are, you can get lethargic dogs like Pekingese, who was bred to sleep, you know, and your knees <laughs> and things like that. So just adjust it to your lifestyle. What is your lifestyle is about? I'm a runner, first of all, so I definitely want something that's going to be on the go with me. Okay. Uh, like a Weimaraner, right? Yeah, that, that's, yeah, there that's you go. The, like buying Weimaraner is like buying uh, it's a Ferrari. It's, it's like a race car. Yeah, that dog can be running all day long in the in the field, come back to you with the bloody paws, look in your face and say, what are we going to do next? <laughs> you know? All right, all right. Yeah, but you know, again, if you would exercise the dog nicely, you know, and uh, ex- like like absorb that physical energy in your backyard, just get a couple of toys and make sure it's, you know, Tossing back and forth, back and forth, that's, you'll be fine. But whatever, whatever you're doing, you need to start your relationship with your new pet with the right paw. You gotta get survival kit, which is consists of, uh, kennel. Uh, plastic kennel would, would be the best in your situation. Okay. I would get some, uh, uh, urine, uh, remover, like simple solution would be a great idea. I would get a okay. couple of plastic bones, uh, like a toys, um, by company Nylon Bone, which would be a wonderful choice for you. And, um, you know, uh, just start with the right behavior. Just make sure housebreak that pet. Uh, keep your eyes on him all the time. And uh, if you can keep your eyes on him, put him in the crate. You know, don't have a bad feeling about putting the dogs in the crate. A lot of people in this country do. You know, yeah. sometimes people look at the crate like a uh, They think it's punishment. Yeah. If, if I'm, hell, I'm, Americans are still putting the kids in the crib or you guys... Uh, they don't do that anymore. But it's good <laughs> for the dogs. I know that. They think it's home. They love it. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to suggest also something to Anna, especially if you're looking for a certain breed and you've never had one before, you can mm-hmm. also try a breed rescue. Like this so, uh, 15 wild Weimariner Breed Rescues yeah. just came up on Google. And, and then what they can do is they're 
they're versed in the breed. They can give you a lot of information on the breed and tell you a lot about it to see if it will fit in your lifestyle. And if it does, they'll have a dog, hopefully, for you. And it could be a puppy. If you're okay. looking for a puppy, it could be a puppy. But you'll be saving a life, and you won't be propagating this whole puppy mill thing with uh, pet stores. You know, there's some good breeders out there. I'm not going to say that. But, there's, you know, there's the kind of breed that you want, you can find it at a shelter or a rescue. And it's important to save a life because there's so many animals that are still being euthanized simply because they're homeless. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much for the information. Thank you for calling us. And um, if you have a dog who is taking you for a walk, barking nonstop, you know, chewing you out of your house, I am the solution. I am the Vladi, and I'm the answer to your behavior problems with pets. Please email us, call us. The phone number is 866 866- 405-8405 email address is vladi at animalradio.com I am here to help thank you so much for listening airline transportation can be fatal for your pets Hi, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for one San Francisco pet the seemingly safe trip across the country on American Airlines proved to be fatal Willie, a two year old English bulldog died after arrival from a cross country flight According to the Air Transportation Association, over a half a million animals are transported each year by air, of which only 1% experience complications. Complications range from minor issues, including unapproved kennels, lack of health certificates, and missed connections, to more serious problems such as loss, injury, or the death of the animal. Most severe are temperature fluctuations, insufficient oxygen and cargo holds, or damage to the kennels. For devoted pet lovers, even 1% is a risk worth preventing when trusting an airline to transporting their pet safely. For the Veterinary News Network, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. Ever dream of a home free from pet stains and odors? Haven't we all? Now defending your dream is easier with Simple Solutions Stain and Odor Remover. The new and improved Rapid Response Formula works faster and better at complete and permanent stain removal. This new bacterial and enzyme formula is more powerful and more effective for those tough pet stains like urine, feces, and vomit. Your dream is our reality. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pet. In other news, a local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about. www.safeguardfordogs.com There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. Roxy. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers. And even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? 
It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.CanineCaviar.com. Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be partnered with Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And with 25 shopping days away. Ouch. Yeah, I know. It seems like it's right here. It sneaks up on you, doesn't it? (sighs) That's that's a sigh of disappointment, Hal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he wishes it was already after New Year's. Right now, animal communicator Joy Turner is with us. Hi, Joy. How are you doing? I'm marvelous. How? How about yourself? Very good. I believe we have Carrie on the phone? Yes, hi. Hi, Carrie. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for the call. Where are you calling from? I'm actually right now uh, just came into Idaho. You are on with animal communicator Joy Turner. Hi, Carrie. Can you tell me who you'd like to talk to today? Uh, Moon, my cat. Okay, and is Moon a boy or a girl? boy five and a half months okay does he need to be awake (laughs) no that's okay they can actually talk to me sometimes they look like they're sleeping but they're not actually so yeah he said hi and it's kind of like yes you want to talk to me fine what do you want to (laughs) know uh well is he like where he lives it's kind of small here do you drive truck yes Okay, and he's in the truck with you? Yes. Okay, okay. Um, He says he understood before he came to live with you that if that was his choice to be with you, that he would be living in the truck a lot. Maybe not all the time, but a lot. And he said really his desire is to be your companion, and he doesn't really care where he is to do that. (laughs) Oh, no, you could ask him to stop biting and scratching (laughs) me. <laughs> he says he has to play somehow, sometime, and he's playing with you like he would another cat. Ah, uh, yes. So what yes. you can do about that is um, if he's hurting you when he's biting or scratching, say owl really loudly, and I'll tell him that every time you say that, he was too hard. Another cat would maybe bite him or yell at him anyway, so you're kind of mimicking what another cat would do if he bit too hard. Yeah, I'd try to do that or hiss at him. Yeah. He doesn't care most of the time. Well, he says it's true. He doesn't because the other thing he really wants to do with you is bring a lot of laughter and a lot of likeness into your life. Oh, he does do that. And he says as long as he's doing that, he is just in, he says, he knows this sounds like a really strange phrase for a cat to say, but he feels like he's in pig heaven when he's doing that with you. <laughs> I wonder what he thinks when we're going and he's looking out the window. He's loving it. <laughs> Do you actually have a harness or what they call a walking jacket for a kitty that you could sometimes No, he's he's never been outside. He he's getting curious. 
Okay. Yeah, he's going to want to be able to investigate a little bit outside. So if you can get either a harness or what they call a walking jacket, I believe, it's like a sweater with a harness built into it, Hmm. then you would have him secured. And you can get one of these um, flexible leads that retract back into the plastic handle. Yeah, yeah. Like and a dog, huh? Yeah, just like a dog. I have a boy cat that does that with me. He loves going different places with me like that. Well, Carrie, I appreciate your call today. Yeah. And give Moon a big old hug from all of us here at Animal uh, Radio. I will. He, he's a doll. Thank you. All right. Thank you, and thank you so much for taking my call. Bye-bye. one 405 8405 Get your Joy Turner fix at joyturner.com. More Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets. 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. I'm a little disgruntled today. Why? Do I even want to ask? Well, it's your dog. You should ask and you should know. It's your dog comes over into my cubicle over here uh-huh. and poops and doesn't do it anywhere else. It appears that perhaps you may have trained your dog to do this. Good girl. Good girl. What? What? No, she's just being a good girl right now. Why, why would girl? I train her to do that? It's irritating me. <laughs> it, oh, fine. Go ahead. Go ahead and laugh. But you just wait. Uh-oh. You're in for it now. I got Judge Janine Pirillo on the phone. Hey, Judge. Hi. How are you doing? I'm terrific. How are you? Well, not so good. <laughs> Why? Well, Judy's got a new dog, a little chihuahua. Studio mm-hmm. dog. And uh, it, it comes over to my cubicle and goes to the bathroom right at my feet. <laughs> and he, he thinks I... Wait, wait a second. Wait, what you, are you laughing at? I think it's great, Judy. You did a good job. Well, thank you. <laughs> She's a smart little dog. He thinks, yeah. I, he thinks I trained her to do it on purpose. Well, now I know that. <laughs> Judge, if someone came to you in your court and this was a case, whose side would you rule on there? Well, first, you know, the first side I would rule on is the side of the animal. The second side, probably Judy. Yay! Yay! <laughs> you're a uh, you're very animal friendly. Uh, I am. You know, I have to tell you that uh, I've always loved animals. I've always had animals. Um, I've had two pigs. One of them passed a couple years ago, but the other one is still around. He's 18. He's a pot belly pig. Wow. And I've always wow. had a minimum of two, three, four dogs uh, and fish and birds when the kids were little and, you know, whatever else they came home with. Did but the dogs, uh, I'm an animal lover. dogs get along with the pot bellied pig? Uh, yes. The only dogs that didn't get along with the pot belly were the Bouvier de Flander. I had three of those dogs and they did not like the pigs. But now I've got standard poodles along the way. I've had Dobermans, and um, I usually get them in pairs or threes. But, uh, no, they pretty much get along, and when I feed my my, uh, pig in the morning, he'll generally walk up to the house or meander up. Uh, You know, the dogs will play with him, and, you know, life is good. I mean, I think it's really how you raise the animals and what they're accustomed to. But if I had my way, I'd have far more animals than I have. But in any event, I've not only had them, but I've prosecuted 
persecuted people have abused them because I do feel strongly about them. How big is your pig? Uh, the pig's about 250 pounds, Whoa. and uh, it's kind of a P.S. to a uh, to a story. When my kids were little and I read them Charlotte's Web, I said, you know, don't you think we should get a Wilbur? <laughs> and they were like, yes, Mommy, yes. Meanwhile, Wilbur's 18. The kids are long gone, and uh, he's uh, fat as anything, but he's really a sweet animal. They're smart animals, and they're clean animals. Now, I was under the impression that pot-bellied pigs were smaller in stature and size. Well, so was I, and that's why I paid extra for a purebred. And, you know, P.S., <laughs> what was I going to do? You know, give him back? Of course not. You know, he's big, he's healthy, he's sweet. And, uh, you know, I think too many pigs way back when they were really popular, uh, you know, were purchased in the hopes that they would stay small. Uh-huh. And sure. people just didn't buy them for the long term. They don't understand. These animals live 25, 30 years. What does Wilbur eat? Well, you know, I give Wilbur generally fruits, vegetables, and pig pellets. Periodically, you know, I'll give them, you know, I'll go to the bagel store, and if they have extra bagels or the bakery has extra rolls, he'll eat the bread. He really likes that. But I don't give them, you know, they're not carnivorous, and I, I don't give them meat, and, you know, I don't give them slop. I really don't. Uh, and when the kids were little, I used to grow, like, little raspberries around the fence, and the pigs would walk around and eat the raspberries. But, you know, I had a lot more time then. I don't know. <laughs> you know, these days he just kind of gets, uh, you know, whatever treats I can give him in the morning. And, Is it a lot uh, of food? Uh, you know what? Pigs will eat for as long as you feed them but at the end of the day you kind of figure out how much food you give them you know you give them a couple of uh you know buckets or you know a couple of trays of food and they're happy so tell me the tv court show how's that going well you know it's going great i'm having a great time and you know my background as a prosecutor a judge and a da for 30 years you know was all so serious and now i have this court show where you know i can deal with the underlying issues but you know we can do it with a sense of humor and i think that it's my background when you peel back the layers of the onions you know in these court shows, you find out that there's usually some underlying reason why these people are suing each other. It's not just a breach of contract or an unpaid loan. It's usually, you know, feelings that have died on one side but not the other. Mm-hmm. Maybe even domestic violence and unreported rape. I mean, you know, my background allows me to dig into a lot of this. But uh, every now and then I'll get an animal case, you know, where someone is, you know, suing because they want their animal back. Uh, or this week, in fact, Ron Jeremy, I don't know if you've heard yeah. Yeah, sure, Ron. Good old Ron. <laughs> yeah, good, good old Ron. Well, he brought a lawsuit. Uh, he was suing for breach of contract. A stripper was supposed to host a uh, nudes up popping show, and I, of course, knew none of this before my staff briefed me on it. And uh, so he'll be on this week. And uh, we have a lot of fun. We really do. It's uh, it's it's a combination of learning a bit of the law, education, and, you know, having a few laughs along the way. I always have to bring this up. What about the fact that animals are treated or pets are treated as property and not as family, although they may be family? And oftentimes court cases don't really end up with a lot of, uh, well, I don't want to say restitution. It, it, mm-hmm. it ends up being a, a small amount that usually what might be vet bills or whatever. It doesn't really cover... Is there a change in the future for us where you know, animals will be not property? You know what? It is an excellent question. And, and you know, your, your listeners may not be aware of this, but the the categorization of an animal as property as opposed to a living being impacts whether or not you can get punitive damages, whether you can get, uh, you know, 
additional damages for the harm of an animal. Is an animal simply worth the cost of the being, or is it worth a you know a a, a, um, a, 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 a an award that reflects a live and living, uh, breathing? you know, animal. And so I'm kind of stumbling with this, but you, you hit the nail on the head. They are seen as property. They're seen as not having rights. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we really need to kind of move them from the area of property to kind of a living being where we can, we can you know, get an award or damages that reflect, you know, a sensitivity to the fact that they are alive and they are breathing. Judge Jeanine Pirro joining us. It's on the CW. Check it out. I, please, if you will, go give Wilbur a big old hug from all of us here at Animal <laughs> Radio. I will give him that hug, and I have to tell you, I'm just delighted to be talking to you, and congratulations and kudos to you for what you guys do in protecting animals and alerting people about all of their issues. Thank you, you and, take- and if Hal decides to take me to court over my little ladybug, I want you as my judge. Oh, yeah, one, oh, it's one eight 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 jp rules You'll be on my show anytime. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. This is Animal Radio Network.